Please rise. Court is now in session. I strenuously object. A legal podcast brought to you by the Pittsburgh law firm of Flaherty Fardo is now in session. All those seeking information about the law and legal matters affecting the people of Pittsburgh and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, half-baked opinions, and a dose of self-indulgence are invited to attend and participate. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The defense strenuously objects. You would! Call the first witness. Hello, hello, loyal listener, and welcome back to I Strenuously Object. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, whatever the appropriate seasonal greeting for the time that you're actually listening to this episode uh, may be. We are here today. Uh, I am attorney Bill Rogel, a partner in the law firm Flaherty Fardo. I am joined by the queen herself and another partner uh, in the law firm Flaherty Fardo, Rogel and Amick. Uh, Nicole Amick is here joining us as well. And today we're here to talk about the three reasons why 2024 might be the best year ever for you, a property owner, to appeal your taxes. Hi, Nicole. Good morning, Bill. Before we get into this more fully, I just want to backtrack a little bit. I know that, you know, we have short memories, even as the Internet has longer and longer memories. But I'm pretty sure we just said the same thing about 2023. But we'll address why 2024 might be better still. But first, does the defense's case hold water? The defense is wrong. So, yeah, anyway, here we are. 2024 is just recently upon us. And property owners in Allegheny County have what seems like it might be an even better opportunity than last year to appeal. And I'm going to provide you three reasons why. Reason number one, CLR. It's 54.5% for next year. Nicole, what does that mean? Bill, as you said, the common level ratio, the CLR is 54.5%. Um, which is the lowest it's been in 20 plus years, probably the lowest ever, maybe. Um, But what that means is as property values have continued to go up from COVID, which isn't really happening anymore, the common level ratio kind of catches up to that. Um, Last year, the common level ratio or 2023, the common level ratio was 63.6%. So there's a a 9% reduction in one year, which is a really large reduction. So like we said last year, kind of ad nauseum, uh, we continue to say property owners are in a great position to be able to appeal their property taxes. Yeah, so let me let, let me put a, a slightly more practical bent on what this means, right? If you bought a property last year uh, and your sale price was five hundred thousand dollars, let's say you're assessed at three hundred eighty or four hundred thousand dollars from from before. That's the assessment that you inherited when you bought the property. You might think. Well, I bought it for $100,000 more than that, so I don't want to appeal. I'm happy to keep that old number. But here's the thing. If your current market value is set at a full $500,000, right, the amount you paid, and then the CLR gets applied to it, what you should actually be be getting assessed at is going to be something in the neighborhood of $280,000. And so you could be saving $100,000 off your assessment, even if you paid $100,000 more than what your current assessed value is, right? That's the power of this CLR. And it's just math. Um, it It is literally how the county is supposed to apply a figure to what they find your current market value to be to set your actual assessed value. Yeah. And I'll use an easier example because math is not my strong suit, but say you bought, you have an assessment value of a million just to give us a round number. Uh, the difference of, of ratio here is going to be uh, almost a hundred thousand dollars just, just from the ratio change alone, a hundred thousand dollars of assess of assessment value. Now in 2021, 
the ratio is 87.5. So in three years, we've gone down, what is that, 33% of ratio? So for people that were appealed in 2021, for example, a lot of those people are assessed at 87.5% of what they just recently bought a property for. Those are a lot of the cases I'm reviewing now because those people, even if their property value has gone up to some extent since their purchase, it hasn't gone up 35% uh, in value since that time. So when you start getting into the numbers and applying the math, even, even small changes can, can create big tax savings. So I, I do have a question about that, I suppose. If I bought my property back in 2020 or 2021, and then I appeal now, I can't just use that 2020 or 2021 sales price and assert that that's the current market value and then apply the CLR to it, can I? No. And that was a lot of the confusion that I've talked to property owners about that are losing their appeals this year. They were looking at 2017, 2018 purchase prices and saying, hey, the ratio has gone down since I bought apply it to my purchase price and I should get a lower assessment value. That's not how it works. Um, rather, the current ratio applies for the value of your property in that respective year. So for example, in talking about 54.5%, that will be the ratio for 2024 appeals. What is your property worth in 2024? Whatever that number is, you then apply the 54.5% and that should be your assessment value. Now, presumably, if you have a 2020, 2021 purchase price, there may be some appreciation in that, a small amount of appreciation. We're not seeing the market trends that we had been seeing. Certainly, we're not anywhere close to a COVID market anymore. Um, but yeah, it does require a bit of research to get there. Again, just looking at the massive changes of ratio, though, there's a lot of property owners right now that are in a great position to file appeals. Okay. So don't assume necessarily that this CLR applies to your five or six or seven year old sale, but the closer in time your sale is, the more likely that your sale price is going to carry more weight uh, in determining the current market value. Correct. And even if you did have a 2023 sale, for example, uh, in filing an appeal, you can't just use that regardless. You have to have other supporting evidence to get a successful reduction. So regardless of when your sale is, you do have to bring in supporting documentation, but certainly the more recent the sale is, the more relevant it would be for an appeal. Okay, reason number two why 2024 might be uh, the best year ever to appeal your taxes as a property owner is that mortgage rates, over the past year at least, have been up. Obviously, when mortgage rates go up, if people are kind of working backwards from what they can afford in terms of a monthly payment, you see what you would expect, which is high mortgage rates end up pushing the prices of sales themselves down. But when you're appealing your property, it's the sale price of the property itself, not taking into account what your mortgage rates are, that ends up being the evidence for what your property's worth. Yeah. And, you know, I research properties every day as part of the job. And during the COVID market with the, the market rates or the mortgage rates being so low, you were seeing these crazy purchase prices that just didn't really make a lot of sense when you looked at the market as a whole. But because the rates were so low, the monthly payments were so low and people could afford it. Now, because the rates are, you know, three or 4%, four, four times higher, um, you're not seeing those sales anymore. So as the new sales are coming in, the new data is coming forward, we're seeing things really leveling off. Um, even sometimes I'll look at a Zestimate, even though that's not a real piece of information, just to give myself an idea. Zestimates, a lot of times now, uh, when I'm looking at 2022, 2023 purchase prices are lower than what people bought their property for, which a couple years ago, you were never seeing that. So we're really seeing that starting to change kind of how the market's operating right now. That's right. And one of the things we, we, we just talked about the CLR, right? One of the things to bear in mind is that the, the, the CLR lags 
um, the actual value of real estate, right? It's based upon data from a couple years ago. And so right now you have a chance to apply a CLR based upon the hottest market we've seen and apply that to sales from this past year where the prices themselves were starting to come down because the mortgage rates were going up and so on, correct? That's correct. And, you know, I, I update my system every three months. So as I start seeing these sales, again, still kind of new seeing these more these mortgage rates impacting the values. But, you know, 2023 sales now getting into 2024, I imagine those sales are going to be showing us the same thing. So all of that new information, again, not totally depending on an older purchase price. But again, we're not seeing those crazy high purchase prices anymore. And it's really, really helping uh, in terms of researching and the strength of these property owner filed appeals. And, you know, Allegheny County hasn't had as big fluctuations in the real estate market as you've seen in some other places, but still it's significant and uh, it's setting up time-wise here to really be a golden opportunity uh, to, to take some measure of advantage from those fluctuations. Now, I, I guess my concern is whether there's a reassessment coming in the near future or not, you know, is there going to be a situation there on the back end where uh, the, the CLR adjusts to the mortgage rates going up a couple years down the road. And now all of a sudden the CLR goes, you know, significantly higher, whereas the sales prices uh, are, are not. Listen, I'm strenuously objecting. I'm not even not even invited to this podcast. So I need you to stop the show. Stop the show! I want to lodge two objections for the record. Number one... Uh, I think you can use sale prices from 2018, 19, and 20 as the current market value because prices peaked at that time and a lot of those buyers overpaid. So when you tell people that they can't use past sales, I think you can, and I'm going to lodge my objection on the record. The second objection is the fact that you're saying mortgage rates went up, therefore prices are going down because people are paying more and can't afford as much. But the stats don't always prove that. Some studies have shown that higher mortgage rates are actually increasing the price of the reduced inventory because less people are putting their homes on the markets right now. So just two objections for the record. No, I wish you were a hearing officer because in the actual hearings, they don't want to hear about those old purchase prices. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Now, again, it doesn't really matter what your purchase price was from a few years ago anyway, because a purchase price by itself does nothing for a property owner in, in establishing a case. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you know, I wouldn't say 2018 was the top of the market, but I think, you know, looking at research now, 2020, 2021 purchase prices, my opinion of a current value is probably pretty close to those, depending obviously on the situation because the market has slowed down so much. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone is going to tell you that your 2018 sale is inadmissible um, and they will not hear it, but they're pretty likely to weigh not just more recent sales of your property, but comparables that are actually closer to the current value of the property, those are going to be the real evidence that's going to make or break a case. Even when there was a sale back in 2018 or 19, the market has changed so much that no one's going to accord significant value to one of those sales. Look, as far as the, the economic question of how exactly it is that mortgage rates affect property prices, you know, I can only defer to articles and accounts that I've read. And the fact that we are in fact seeing a cooling and not a heating of the, the real estate price market in response to the increased uh, mortgage rates. But, but I, you know, I don't know, there's a bunch of variables there, right? Maybe something else is causing home prices to, you know, to reduce or at least to cool their increase. And it's not related to the mortgage, uh, the mortgage rates going up, but uh, I, I'm not here to give my economic analysis. 
Yeah. One thing I'll say is, you know, I talk to a lot of property owners every day and especially for people in like the, the, you know, two or 300, $400,000 range, the mortgage rates right now are having such a large impact that mortgages on a house would be double now than what they were like two years ago for the same house. So, you know, it, no matter what price range you're in, that's going to make a big difference in terms of what you can afford. So there is a lack of inventory, which you still see weird sales. But again, the average person uh, can't pay double, you know, what they were going to pay two years ago. And I really think that, again, when you're looking at those sales, you know, it's really having an impact on the value of a property. Two things uh, kind of related to that, leaving aside the actual assessed number, right, the assessed value of a property, um, just kind of breaking it down in terms of what you as a recent property owner who's pretty stretched out um, and are faced with pretty high mortgage payments, uh, where is it that you can find some reductions, right? Have some effect on your cut your monthly payments, affect that monthly budget. And one of the places where there's a little bit of money to be had uh, is in appealing your assessment if you if you have one of these recent sales, right? You can't, you can't refi yet. Um, your mortgage rate isn't going to go down particularly. But one of the things you can do uh, when every dollar counts uh, is seek out a reduction in your property tax bill. Um, and that will in turn cut your, your escrow or your monthly payments or whatever you're facing uh, on, on a monthly payment front. Yeah. I mean, I talk to, again, people in a wide range of situations, but, you know, a lot of people that I were, were was helping this year had both a 2022 and 2023 owner filed appeal. I'm starting to get those decisions back. Even small changes in assessment over a period of years can have a really big impact on, you know, what you're paying monthly and what you're paying monthly moving forward. One thing I want to flag here as well, um, this is me grinding a local ax a little bit, right? I live in Plum. Uh, Plum just imposed basically a, a, an almost 40% tax increase, property tax increase on the municipal tax rate. Uh, the, that's just the millage went up by that amount um, to cover for some budgetary concerns or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how we got here. All I know is nobody likes to hear that their local taxes are going up by that much. I don't imagine Plum's going to be the only one in that position. One of the things a person should think about when they're thinking about what the value of appealing their assessment is, is not only to consider how much taxes they're standing to save at the current millage rate imposed by their school board or their municipality, but how much they stand to save if those rates go up. Yeah. And I think that's a really important point. Like everything else, millage rates basically never go down. They're just going up perpetually. And I think next year we're going to see more of that because we're just now starting to get the decisions for 2022 and 2023. So I'm starting to see these kind of large reductions across the board for people that are overassessed. Taxing bodies have to start issuing refunds, which they hate doing, as you would imagine. Um, and as we continue to see that, and as more owner-filed appeals continue to kind of roll through, um, the tax base goes down. And the only way that they can deal with that as a school district or a, a borough is to increase the millage rate, um, which affects everybody. So until we have a reassessment, which hopefully will happen in the next few years, that's just going to continue happening. And again, I think we're going to see a lot more of that next year, which I, I won't be surprised. 40% is a lot. My assumption in Plum is that's because Rustic Ridge now has all those contempt properties that aren't on the tax rolls anymore. But, um, you know, generally just across the county, you know, where I live, I'm expecting my millage rate to go up next year. And I think that the county just said that theirs isn't going up next year. But again, we're just kind of starting to see these reductions come through. So next year, I think is when we're going to see a lot of that happening across the board. 
Well, and this leads me into what will be number three here, right? So there's a lot of uncertainty at the budgetary level being faced by everybody, the county, the municipalities, the school districts, as all of these appeals kind of sit and wait for determinations. And as the CLR is for past years is being adjusted and readjusted by order of court or otherwise, um, everyone here is in a situation, all of these school boards and borough councils and whatever else, they're left trying to do their budgets with these giant question marks looming over their head where they don't know if they're going to owe or how much they're going to owe in refunds for taxes already paid. And they don't know what the tax rate on, you know, hundreds of properties in their specific district where there are already appeals pending are. They can't necessarily predict what the outcome of those are going to be. And so as an end result, right, to solve this uncertainty, there's a possibility of some pretty aggressive millage rate adjustments to make up for shortfalls as this shakes out. Um, it's also true that one that reason number three, why 2024 might be the best year ever to appeal your, uh, your property tax if you're a homeowner, is they might actually get to your appeal this year. That's the place where we were maybe a little bit off with our recommendations last year. I don't think anyone foresaw the backlog being what the backlog has been. We're going to link to an article in the Post-Gazette about this. They'll have some of the numbers that'll be available to, to listeners here if you click on that link. Um, you know, but we're talking about, you know, something like 1,500 appeals from 2022 or 2023 that haven't even been heard yet, not to mention, you know, another 2300, 2400 or so, where they've had an appeal hearing, but no decision has come out. And so we've got a 4,000 case backlog just sitting out there where property owners don't know what BPAR's decision is going to be. They don't know if they're going to have to appeal to the board of viewers. The taxing bodies don't know what decisions are going to be, what taxes they're going to be entitled to collect, whether they're going to appeal to the board of viewers. And a lot of these cases, even after the board makes its decision initially, they're going to get appealed. They're going to go to board of viewers. It might take another year or two to get to a resolution on some of those cases. We're going to be talking about three or four years of taxes that are all now kind of wrapped up into the same appeal and hopefully getting some sort of outcome. So on one hand, anyone who files an appeal now for, well, not now, but soon uh, for, for 2024, they're going to get stuck in line behind this backlog. On the other hand, all the taxing bodies uh, are really starting to up the pressure on on the Board of Property Assessment Appeals and Review to start giving decisions, move the situation forward. We can't keep budgeting year after year with big giant question marks and unknowns in our system. So, and I think you'll see if you see that article, I don't know if you've read it, Nicole, it looks like at least the people who are decision makers with the county agree that this backlog is unsustainable and they're going to try to actually address it going forward. Yeah, I mean, my expectation is that by this winter, we should have all the decisions back from everything that's still out there. Uh, personally, our caseload at our firm, we're still waiting for probably 10 or 15 decisions for cases that were heard last summer. Um, and we're still waiting for cases that were heard this year. They just started issuing some of those. So kind of going back to the point about the millage rates, I'm getting decisions now uh, they just made some decisions yesterday, which I was just reviewing this morning on the website, um, large reductions across the board, which is great for property owners. But if you work for a tax office, not so great because now you have to start issuing refunds when we're almost in 2024 for 2022, which has already been paid and 2023. So it goes both ways. Um, there's also property owners that are recently getting decisions for appeals that were heard last year 
where the school district was seeking increases, who now are having to pay additional tax bills for two years when next year's bills are also about to come due. A lot of people have expressed their frustration to me of like, what a nice holiday surprise right before Christmas to send me additional tax bills for 2022 and 2023. Why did it take them so long? So I get that both ways. We've never been in a situation like this before for a lot of reasons, but we've never been in a situation where this has taken so long. So it doesn't benefit anybody to have it taking this long. Um, My hope is that by this winter, we're kind of caught up with BPAR. BOV is another situation, but at least with BPAR, we're kind of going through. Uh, The good thing is if property owners appealed this, this year for 2022 and 2023, even if we don't get the decisions until next year, we're still talking about, they still will relate to 2022 and 2023, but it's a mess. I'm bringing my broom because you know why? It's a mess. It's a big headache for everybody. Everyone's frustrated with it. For some reason, they haven't been able to move through the decisions quickly. I don't really understand why, um, but all we can do is uh, hope that maybe they'll get through them. Uh, my hope is that they'll get through them this winter. This is the thing that's kind of frustrating about it, right? All of the decision makers on every level here agree. Nobody thinks this backlog is good. Everyone is frustrated by the delays. The school districts, the municipalities, the county, BPAR itself, obviously the property owners, everyone wants this to shake out. And there was a period of time, a short period of time, where we're kind of holding for a little bit to see what, what shakes out with the court cases on the CLR regarding 2022. Okay, like a little bit of a pause makes sense so you don't make a decision and then immediately have a new appeal filed and have to start the whole process over again. So I, I, I get that. But at this point, I, you know, I don't see a whole lot more certainty coming down the pipe. And it's really just a question of whether or not the collective agreement of all the decision makers is strong enough to overcome the inertia here. It's uh, you're turning a ship or stopping a train or whatever, like whatever massive transportation device you want to use as your analogy here. Uh, just because everyone's steered in the same direction doesn't mean it's easy uh, to turn the boat or stop the train or whatever it is you're trying to do. But I am encouraged to see that everyone seems to agree that, that we need to get through these. Um, and hopefully that means that people who file appeals in 2024 don't have to wait as long as those who filed in 2023. So my favorite part about that Post-Gazette article, I just had a chance to read through it quickly, is uh, Amy Schrempf is now the board solicitor. David Montgomery retired or or left the board. And she was quoted in that article saying the whole process is very convoluted. Well, yeah. Well, duh. Um, I think everyone agrees. It doesn't seem like anyone has a suggestion for fixing it or adjusting it or changing it, but... Um, anyway, I think the pressure's on them. There's been a lot of articles recently just saying, why is this taking so long? No one is happy about it. So I don't know what they can do on their end because I truly don't really understand how they make the decisions. I don't think anyone really does. Um, but, you know, hopefully the pressure will continue moving this all forward more quickly than it has been. Nicole, I think it's safe to say um, that 2024 po- sets up to be, at, you know, as good or better a year to appeal than 2023 did. Um, and a real golden opportunity for maybe not literally every single property owner in the county, but for a lot of them. So we're going to hammer people with this early and often so that they know. Uh, Tell me about the the timelines and the process for filing a 2024 appeal uh, of your real estate tax assessment. Yeah. So as you said, Bill, I think this specifically for people that have never appealed before or people that were appealed sometime by the school district in the last five, six years, 
and never did anything about it. Those are kind of the people that I'm looking at and saying, you need to appeal your taxes. You're paying on an old ratio that isn't really relevant anymore. Um, the appeal forms for 2024 will become available in mid-January. The appeal deadline for 2024 is March 31st. So all of the appeals for this year have to be filed by that date. Um, you can file an appeal online through the website, um, or you can file a physical form with the Office of Property Assessments. But um, it's definitely worth taking a look at your property assessment, again, especially for people that were appealed by the school district in the past and did not do anything about it because your assessment is likely artificially high and there's probably some room for some savings for you. And, and, and let me add this, listener, if you're a property owner and you're trying to think for yourself whether or not you should file an appeal in 2024 or not, uh, what you should do is you should email Nicole. Uh, her email address is Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, at pghfirm.com. Uh, send her an email, give her your address, let her know what your purchase date and price were, um, and she'll do an initial assessment and get back to you. If you think, and but you're not sure, that maybe the, uh, 2024 is the right year for you to appeal your taxes, may as well ask. Yeah, and I people reach out to me all the time. I don't even need any, all I need is an address. I do kind of the research on our end, take a look at it, um, and that's what I do all day. So always do that for free. Happy to give people information and uh, thanks for giving them my email address. Yeah, I'm happy to put that out there. Um, it, you know, it's a professional email. I don't, I don't feel like I just doxed you. No. Um, but, but, but we can save that for later if you want me to give out your cell number. No, that's okay. And I'd just like to end the interview with uh, Go Bills. Let's go <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Go I mean, the Steelers don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So uh, given that, Go Bills. That's fine. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll accept that. Thank you for joining us on I Strenuously Object. We want to try to save you money. If we can, or if you think we might, uh, please visit Flaherty Fardo's webpage at pghfirm.com. Uh, from there, you can find information on the Allegheny County tax appeal process. You can find contact information uh, so that you can kind of submit uh, your case, your name, your address for review by Nicole. It's, it's a chance to save some money and it doesn't cost you anything. So you should do that. Otherwise, what you should also do is subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Uh, if you have any questions uh, about tax appeals or anything else for our mailing it in segment or any feedback for the pod, you can email the podcast at iobject.pghfirm.com. We are on Instagram at iStrenuouslyObjectPodcast. And uh, until next time, some parting advice get a house with a 25-year roof an indestructible box you put the rest into the system at three to five percent to pay your taxes and that's your base get me that's your fortress of solitude that puts you for the rest of your life at a level of you